Well, hello and welcome to the Queer XP. I am your host, Eric. I use he, they pronouns. Um, and today I'm super excited because we are doing our super fun, super horror filled Halloween special with an entire drag ensemble um, that I have assembled from New England and Canada. <laughs> so I will let folks introduce themselves if, and we'll do, we'll go alphabetically. And so if you want to tell us your name, your pronouns, um, yeah, we'll do name and pronouns. If anything else you want to tell us, go for it. So I, I think alphabetically that starts with our friend from up north. Hi, good, good morning, evening, afternoon, everybody listening. It's me, the winner of Canada's Drag Race season three, Bombay. Citation needed sometimes, maybe. Depends who you ask. Um, hi, thank you for having me. It's up north in Canada. It is freezing. There's a polar bear right beside me. And it is extremely cold. So thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited. I've never played this game before, but I'm always down to play uh, role-playing games with friends and enemies. Let's do it. I'm definitely in the <laughs> latter category. I know. I know. Um, all right, Candace. Uh, hi, my name is Candace Persuasion. I use she, her pronouns from Dorchester, um, if you're local. Um, I've never played a D&D game before, so Eric force me into playing this game um <laughs> on a sunday night and um i had no choice but to say yes yeah I, that, I feel like that's how it works if i if i pop someone a dm they just have to say yes to me um which if, if someone could tell ben star from final fantasy 16 that that's the rule i'd really appreciate it if you respond to my dm <laughs> i'm uh, messaging him right now amazing uh and juicy Hi, it's me, Juicy, Juicy Garland. I am a Boston area drag queen and super nerd. I do all sorts of actual plays and streams in the tabletop sphere. I'm super excited to be back and I'm really excited to get creepy and weird. Thank you for having me. Yeah, creepy and weird is such a good place to like, it's a good vibe for a game. And it's where uh, I love to live. And so we are playing the game Fears and Fathoms by Ribston Pippin. Um, and this is a game about understanding that there's more in the world. It's full of horrors and dread and awful things. And it's not quite as dread-filled as the game Quietest that we did a couple weeks ago, but it's it's close. It's very strong Cthulhu vibes. It's very much that irky, spooky things go bump in the night. Um, and so I'm excited for our three people to join us and to see if they can figure out what the mystery is. And so why don't we do this? I mean, if you can all, we'll, we'll go backwards. I'll start with Juicy this time. Uh, if you can introduce your character, tell us the character's name, um, what what the role, so that first thing you chose about who they are. Um, yeah, we'll do that. We'll go around and do that. And then we'll get to the questions that we need to ask each other. Cause I feel like you need to know who everybody is before you can ask them deep, meaningful questions. Okay, so, uh, so I'm putting first, you right on the spot, Juicy. Yes, you are. I didn't even have a name, so now I do. Um, and you're gonna suffer for it. But first, I do want to reflect on the name of the creator of this game for a moment and how beautiful that name was. Can you say it again? Uh Ribston Pippin. Okay. Beautiful name. Love it. We're going for it. Awesome. My character's name is Charmaine Bletherblop because I didn't have a name and I had to come up with it fast. So Ms. Blether Blop it is. 
And um, she is an escape artist. I just decided. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and what is what's? And I believe she's a sinner as well. Yo, that's right. Yes. Uh, these characters have archetypes. I forgot things. Um, and she is a sinner, baby. <laughs> and Miss Candace, who are you playing? <laughs> Um, I didn't know we had to come up with new names. Um, so my character is Ain't No Diva. Um, she is a caretaker <laughs> and um, she's kind, thoughtful, loving, um, and caring. Ain't no diva. She ain't no diva. She ain't no diva. She ain't no diva. First name ain't, middle name, no last name diva. <laughs> all right and bombay who are you playing um so i'm i'm playing um i'm coming up with a name on the spot this is some improv um i'm gonna go my name is yes and um <laughs> and um i i'm a ventriloquist um I'm a very rich ventriloquist. As you can see, uh, my character is, I'm a scholar. I'm very, and I'm a scholar of the Old Testament. I carry it around with me. I'm very devout. I, I, I love the Old Testament. I mean, it's old, it's testamenty, what's not love? Yes, Anne. Yes, Anne. Uh, oh. I'm, yeah, that is, that is who I am. Yes, Anne, Ain't No Diva. And what well, I'm sorry, what was your name? Charmaine Bletherblop. Yep, Charmaine Bletherblop. And I should say, because it, a sinner in the game is edgy, transgressive, cunning, and dangerous. This is this is just gonna be chaos, and I cannot wait. Um, all right, so each of you has um on the next page after character creation, there's a it says build relationships, and there's boxes for each of the archetypes. And so you got some questions and basically what I need each of you to do is look at your questions and ask each of the other players one question from your list. So you'll end up asking just two off of each of your lists. Um, and then that character will answer and give some backstory to kind of fill in who, how you all know each other. What's your, what's your, uh, I was like, what's your damage? Um, <laughs> so would anyone like to volunteer to ask their questions first? Yes. So, uh, uh, Ain't No Diva, how much mm -hmm. do you know about my past? Um, you know, I know a little bit about your past. Uh, not too much. I think we've just seen each other in passing on the corner somewhere. Um, and I, I, you know, I just didn't want to make eye contact. <laughs> she saw you and was like, mm-mm, no ma'am, I gotta go. <laughs> No, no, I didn't mean in real life. I meant in the game. <laughs> no, no, I, I, yeah, I saw you on the corner somewhere. <laughs> it applies. All right, and what's your question for uh, Yes, Anne? Uh, why do you still believe there is hope for me? Oh, my. Um, okay, most people... Most people, when they read the Old Testament, the Old Testament is like brutal. Like Old Testament God does not give a fuck. Old Testament God will reset. But there is hope at the end of the Old Testament, I think, in the abridged version that I read. 
and um and that is why i have hope for you there's always hope there's always a torchlight at the end of the tunnel there's a little lighter there's a lighthouse and you may be in stormy seas but just like noah from the old testament you do will find your mount ararat why do i know this oh my god and as everyone knows the noah story happens at the end of the old testament <laughs> canonically in this world yes <laughs> Noah's Noah's Ark app is yeah. in the Old Testament or in the end of the Old Testament. I always have hope, especially for the lost and you know the, the ones who are fighting that. Perfect. Um, all right. Uh who would like to go next? I can go. Okay. <laughs> um, Miss Charmaine. That, mm. That's your name, right? Okay. Yes. Um when in passing, when I saw you at the corner. How did I give you hope when you were ready to give up? How did you give me hope? <laughs> when you were ready to give up. Well, I had run out of prep. <laughs> and you gave me more when I needed it most. That I can hope. She got, she got you um, the prep. She got you the doxy pep. Like, she got you yeah. all hooked up. She ain't no diva. Mm -hmm. You're a saint. Okay. You are a saint. And I am a sinner. Saint no diva. Saint no diva. Saint no diva. That's what I call you. You are saint no diva to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, Miss Yes Um, Do you like it when I sing to you? I love, I love when you sing to me. Because <laughs> you ain't no diva. You're a singer. You're a singer. We have a singer, a sinner. You're all of them in this party. So I love when you and sing. A, and a skunk. And a, a skunk. skunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, all right. God. Ms. Yes, oh. Anne. Okay. Uh, my question for Ain't No Diva. What have you taught me? I taught you um, to make sure you douche before, um, but also to prep your skunk in case you were hungry. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Love. <laughs> uh, and my question for Charmaine, um, what dream of yours have you already shared with me? I want to be bound and escape inverted from the testicles of an African elephant. Wow. Okay. Love, love the detail. Okay, cool. I'm really excited to see how any of that comes to bear during this actual game. It will make me... The most famous escape artist, if I can achieve that one. All right. So that's... That's everything that we generally need to do to get kind of things set. Um, the other, I have a couple questions I need to ask you all about our setting. So you all are going to be uh, investigating a secluded village. The three of you have been 
Um, you've been specifically dared to go to this village. And I need someone to tell me what are the exact terms of the dare that has been presented to you? Is it that you have to be there overnight? You have to do certain thing while you're there. What was dared of you at this village? All three of us were given one dare. Yeah, it was like the group of you were like, we dare you to go. In a village, in a Hong creepy village. Yeah, a secluded village. Ooh, what if we were dared to bring back the village bicycle? Or ride the village bicycle? Whatever. You could go, go steal an item from the village. Do you see like you were going to say something? Yeah, maybe Buggles the Clown dared us to go steal the village bicycle. Okay. They're a very poor town, and they all share one bicycle to go out <laughs> to the market. That bicycle gets ridden dry. <laughs> and sore. Buggles grew up a town over, a rival town. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So your your dare is that you have to go into this town, you have to find and steal their only bicycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for the plot twist that the bicycle is just a person that gets ridden around, <laughs> and it's it's just Charmaine. I was thinking it was <laughs> Olga, the strongest woman. <laughs> um. All right. So a couple things to know about the secluded village before you go. Um, so there's a creepy graveyard along the edge of the village, and all of the gravestones have been rubbed dry because it sits kind of right on the edge of a beach, and the water coming in, coming out over the years has rubbed all of these, uh, rubbed all the names off of everything. Somehow they've managed it manages to not like wash away so much dirt that like, the bodies come floating up. Um, I'm sure it happens every once in a while, but, and the, the really creepy, like, so this town is very, um, like does talk in video game terms, but it's like very like resident evil village. Like it's very like foggy and very big, dark trees everywhere. It just gives off that really eerie, sleepy, hollow esque vibe. Um, but when you go like where the beach in the graveyard is because of the way that the sun sets and it hits the fog and everything else. It is actually one of the most stunning things that you can you've seen. And like people talk about that, but like no one wants to go see it because everything else just feels so wrong and so creepy. And so that's kind of the vibe of this place that you're going to is like there is this little bit of beauty. And it's usually about this time of year, just based on where the sun is in the sky and all that kind of stuff. Um so that was part of the reason that someone brought up the dare. It's like, well, I, you know, I dare you to go into the village. So I want you to see the sunset, but also like steal me a bike because Buggles is weird and is not actually very good at dares. And so the dare was like, I want you to go see the sunset and steal a bike. And you're like, okay, but we can't back down from that because it's a dare. And it's a bike. And it's a bike. It's a bike. <laughs> And, and Buggles can't keep his mouth shut and he'll tell everyone. And I and I will say, like, you all, I think you all, because you've been, so in this world, there is the strange, which is sort of this underpinning of 
you know, awful things and, and kind of you've, you've interacted with it in some capacity. And sometimes you can, you spot things or you see things that not everyone else can see. And you, you hear rumblings that there's a particularly active amount of stuff and, and kind of weird stuff that happens in this space. Um, you've been warned to keep an eye out for dogs Um, and people there, the, this kind of really awful nickname they've given the townsfolk and like the locals is the day eaters because they don't like, it's so dark and dreary and they just like, it feels like they just suck out all of like the brightness from the town. It's about somebody like it's Bombay. It's like when you go, when you're in Strahd uh, and you're oh. dealing with everything there it's just hmm. oh, everything's oh, awful like how we or what we call in canada september to march <laughs> or if you're from seattle just every day no yeah. so this is kind of the setting and i think as much as i have written down that i get to share with you there's nothing else that i'm missing yeah so that's that's everything that I'm sharing with you. So you all are going to be arriving at this village. Um, and you, you, you think it's, it's probably like, I mean, it's mid to late afternoon, um, cresting into evening. Like you'd be arriving right around the time where like the sun's going to start doing its thing. Um, and when you get there, it's, it's even more like rundown than you all kind of thought. So like, the houses are all kind of like they're all wooden log like wooden cabins the wood looks like it's you know a strong wind might knock some of these things over you see like a handful of villagers they're like but they and they all see you and kind of do the thing where like everyone just kind of scurries inside and start shutting doors and like peeking out at you like who the fuck are you and what are you doing in our village um because they don't get many outside visitors so where would what would you i guess when you when you get there and you get you just feel all of this dread and awfulness kind of surrounding you how does your character kind of process that or what's going on for each of you i think charmaine is gonna look around with suspicion mm -hmm. she's used to Positive attention. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to see you. What, what time of the day is it? What? The time of the day is it? It's like late afternoon. Okay. Um. Yes, Aaron is going to. Do we see any animals around? I'm gonna look for animals. Um, I don't like. I mean, you see. I say you see probably like some crows, some ravens in the, in the trees kind of cawing a little bit. Um, just, but you don't, you don't see like fun stuff. Like you don't see like squirrels, chipmunks, rabbits, like everything you see is kind of like <laughs> ominous feeling. Is there a church around? Oh yeah. There's, there's a secluded village in the woods. There's absolutely a small chapel somewhere. Thank Old Testament God. Um, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I might want to investigate that, but I'll do, but that's more like what the party wants to do together. Okay. Uh, and Miss, Miss St. Nodiva? 
Yeah, so she pretty much is like the friend that was like, no, like let's not do this dare. Um, so she was kind of like again, just like constantly forced into things, but more so like, okay, if I'm gonna go, I want to make sure y'all are good, make sure y'all are taken care of. So I'm there to look out. Okay, but dragged along, always down for the ride. Okay. So as you get in, you see, again, like some people are kind of milling about. Um, there's like a, there's a well in the middle of the town that they're kind of, you see a, a couple of people kind of standing there looking like they're getting their, their bucket filled for the, for the evening. Um, and you see kind of, again, like all eyes kind of turn and stop and like, look at you all. Um, and this one walks up to you and she's a older woman, kind of homely looking, her hair is kind of, long black hair kind of just all bunched up like she hasn't maybe showered the best in the past week or so um could use like a really good brush to it like it's just knotted up um you see a couple bits of like dirt and tree kind of stuck in there like she's been out in the woods um, is it a lace front or a hard front it's a, it, obviously Definitely a hard, a hard front. front it's a hard front <laughs> real hard front <laughs> and she she walks up and she just goes, I, can I help you? Hi oh, there. Okay. Oh, go for it, go for it. Hi there. <laughs> we uh, came into town to see the beach. We It was recommended to us. Could you perhaps point us in the right direction? She just like, she literally just stares at you for a second. She goes, ain't nobody come to this town for any reason, especially not the beach. What are you doing in my town? Your town. I you said what mayor? I said. Are you the mayor or the sheriff? Or are you the ringmaster? Or the landlord? Or the bookkeeper? Or a priest? Or a librarian? She just says yes to all. She's just like, <laughs> yes. Um... So she she looks, she says, titles are a bit much here, but I, uh, I'm i the one they all turn to and uh, tries to keep everyone together. My name is Harriet. Sisters, to the side. Should we ask her where the bicycle is? Are we sure we're looking for a bicycle? I mean, is the village bike a metaphor or is it a bike? As far as you know, it's a bicycle. Maybe it's a metaphor. Okay, let's let's ask her. Good idea, Adidas. Let's ask her. Where do you keep your bikes? Um. <laughs> um. She looks at you and she says, "What?" She goes, "I don't, I don't take kindly to a bunch of strangers walking in asking me where our bicycle is." You don't, that don't belong to you. So it's not a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, it's not a metaphor. What's a it's metaphor? A, it's like oh. a, a simile, but you don't use like a res. It's a wordplay, kind of. You, you, you know? She just stares at you for a second. She's like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like your tone. Maybe we should leave her alone, y'all. Let's she came up to else. us. But then let's just walk away from her. Uh, I mean, wouldn't we see this if we follow the sun setting? Wouldn't we get to the beach anyway? 
Yeah, it's a small, I mean, it's a small secluded village. Like, it doesn't take a lot of effort to, like, wander through and find. Well, Harry, we mean no harm. We're just here to see the sunset. We've heard it's beautiful. We've heard it's easy, breezy, beautiful. Uh, and that's what we want to see. So we're just going to follow the setting sun, which is in the west. Um, you see, like, she, like, she squints her eyes down a bit at you and kind of raises an eyebrow, and she just kind of says, we... We'll all be keeping an eye on you. You might need three eyes for that. But <laughs> Charmaine will mirror her squint and lean <laughs> and eyebrow raise <laughs> movement for movement and like lean in and like slowly move the cape up and over her shoulder. There's like a high collar with like glitter on it. There. Mm-hmm. And she she gets like inches away from your nose and she just goes, what's your problem? What's yours? I'm not the one that came into some secluded town asking where our bicycle was. That's you. I didn't say anything about a bike. You're the one who came over here getting all rude for nothing. There's no need to raise our voices when you can instead raise your spirits to the Old Testament God. And what better way, what better location to raise your spirits where on the beach, where it will be a beautiful sunset. And she just, she kind of, she just backs up from you all. And she's like, I wouldn't recommend you go to the beach, but, uh, well, Y'all. I'm not taking recommendations from a librarian, priest, sheriff, mayor, landlord, anyway. Pick a lane. Pick a struggle. We're going. <laughs> so as you start, as you like start walking away from her and you kind of start toward where you can see the sun setting, you notice that everyone in the village has seemingly kind of stopped working or doing whatever they were doing. And everyone's kind of just standing like they're holding like a shovel or a pitchfork, or any, whatever they had in their hands, and all eyes are on you as you walk through this town. Like, everything has gone completely silent, and it's like, when you're, like, walking through a museum and it feels like the painting's eyes are following you, like, it's that, but everyone's eyes are actually following you. I mean, I hope they're looking. We must look very good. (laughs) Should we change our outfits to blend in more with the town? Should we go shopping? Ooh. Shopping here? <laughs> yeah. What, and mix stripes with plaids? I mean, Charmaine, <laughs> you have a bright pink tuck on. Yes. We need it. A... <laughs> read the room, sister. You got, you got us cloth earlier by that lady. I think she clocked her own damn face, frankly. <laughs> Come on, let's go to the beach and get this over with. Let's go to the beach. And then we can find the bike. Is there Ubers here? <laughs> you you pull up your phone and like the Uber app just says no. <laughs> no Ubers available? Okay. It's was I even it's not even no no drivers available. Like the entire location where you are, it's just a big block that says no on your <laughs> phone. 
I'm imagining we're somehow in Transylvania with like lightning flashing across the sky, yeah. like just it's, sheer mountains and like a grim castle in the distance. If we open up Sniffies on our phone, will we see anyone at this village? Uh, no, there are no check-in locations in the secluded village. Uh, the, near, the nearest thing you can find is about 20 miles away. I've done a lot more for a lot less. I mean, we all have. <laughs> uh, let's just head to the beach. I guess whatever we'll find, we'll find at the beach. Oh my god. Well, it's like Iowa all over again. Just like Moses parting the Red Sea, we make our way to the, uh, to the beach. So you all, I'm gonna, I'll say you find it without having to like roll for it. Cause again, you're in a small village and it would be silly to be like, roll to see if you can tell which way the sun is setting when it's like in front of you. Um, so you get there, you are standing kind of, it's, it's the most surreal, weird experience you've had. Cause like you're standing at the beach, there's a literal graveyard in front of you, like as part of the beach and the sun is setting. It is beautiful but it's offset by like this kind of fog that's enveloping just the entire village. These unmarked tombstones as the waves come crashing over everything. They, they crash against the tombstones and kind of recede back out into the ocean. And you feel like off in the distance somewhere, you can't quite pinpoint which direction. It sounds like you can hear just like, army of people marching and not like the people in the village but it sounds like a mass amount of people somewhere are just marching pride parade yeah it's a pride parade in the secluded village <laughs> for there's statistically two people that are probably lgbtq well, and they good. usually don't goose that right so you, you all you all hear that, and it's at first you took it for thunder, just with like the way that everything was looking outside. But then, you, like after a minute, you realize like no, it's it's continuing, um, and it sounds like again like footsteps marching against something. Where is that coming from? The graveyard? Oh, wow, it seems close Uh, What time of day is it? Kind of what? Is it is it evening yet? Is the sun set? Yeah, I mean, like, you're, like, you're on the cusp of it. Like, the sun is, like, just on the horizon. Um, So you're kind of at, like, the peak of it looking the most beautiful right now. Uh, I'm going to put my night vision goggles on. Okay. Do I see something? Um, I will say, give me a mind roll and you can add a dice because you have your goggles on. So, and, uh, so how does this roll work? Do I roll the D10, 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 8, and 6? Uh, so what did you put for your mind stat? Which dice did you put on it? I'll say I put the, the D10. Okay, so they make and make sure for body and for soul, you put a D eight or a D six on one of them, and then whatever's left over goes on the third one. So you get it. You get one dice just to do the check. You're getting another dice because you have your goggles on, um, and then I'll say 
I don't know if you have a skill that would help you in like trying to find things. Uh, I rolled a nine and an eight. Ooh. I rolled a eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So with a nine, with a nine, you so it, you were successful in like being able to look and see what you can find. Um, as you're kind of looking off because the sun's to your back and you're kind of looking out in some of the darkness of the of the woods and things. What's really odd for you is that you don't actually see people anywhere. Like you're kind of following where the sound might be coming from. And it honestly just looks like the fog might be a little bit denser in that direction. And then as you're looking, the fog seemingly kind of dissipates a little bit and that sound starts to fade away. No. Were there, are there any footprints in the sand? You don't see any footprints in the sand. And partly because the water keeps coming up and washing everything away. Mm. Charmaine, what's happening? What's I know up? Juicy's about to do, there were two sets of footprints in the sand. I was going to say, the so there's no one walking beside us. <laughs> this is where they carried you. There really is only an Old Testament. Um, so are the uh, Charmaine or, or um, Anodiva, are either of you doing anything as you kind of hear the sounds? Yeah. Um, um, Charmaine may not be the brightest banana in the bulb, but um, she is going to try to investigate and figure out where the sound is coming from and see what she can do to help out. Because she may, she may not be the smartest, but she is a team player. Okay. So that is, yeah. Um, yeah. Was that uh, a soul or a mind roll? Uh, this would be a, it would be a mind roll because you're trying to find okay. things. Um, and then if you have any equipment, like if you have a skill that would help or have any equipment that would help, you can use those as well. Would either knife throwing or restraint escape help? Mm, no, not in this, not in this instance. Okay. Then um, just a D8. Okay. Eight. Okay. Um, so you, as you're like really focusing in on listening to this sound as it like is starting to almost fade a little bit, you're able to read, like you realize it's not necessarily far and it sounds like it's kind of just swirling around the village and around you. Like you can, you realize you can hear it coming from all around you and then it starts to to fade just a little bit but you you can't hear a pinpoint like it's definitely in the west the east the whatever direction like it's just kind of everywhere for that moment and oh. as you're like as you're focusing in on it like like your chest starts like beating just a little bit harder as is like it just everything feels wrong about hearing the sound. Do, do you hear that? The the sound, it's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, it penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Close. So so close. <laughs> um, but uh it's it's uh, everywhere. It's not coming from one specific place. I, I don't know what the hell it is, but um. I mean, Wait, can that's I, for sure. Can I use my phone to take a picture of the sunset? Uh yeah, you can you can pull your phone out to take a picture of the sunset. <laughs> um oh, go for it. 
Yeah, so um, while I was trying to be the peacekeeper with the lady, I totally forgot that one of my skills is a search or search skills. Yeah. Um, can I roll a dice? Absolutely. What are you What are you searching for? The like sound. The, the sound. Yeah. So you can get. Yeah. So you get one dice just for the roll. You get to add one because you're good at searching. Okay, so then, okay, so yep. pause. So you, um, you get to roll two, and then you take whichever is better. Okay, so so I put C8 for my mind, um, yeah. because like, that's the finding. So do I roll two D8? Correct. Or... Okay, 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 period. Um, so the first one is six. Okay. And then the second one is five. So I'll go with six. Yeah. Um, so you feel that you, you also feel the same thing. You, you're looking around and you're kind of comboing both like as, as you've got, um, yes is over there with their night vision goggles, trying to find something. You see Charmaine is over there kind of listening and looking around and you're kind of trying to like triangulate between the two of them. And it's, it, you keep hearing the sound and it's what you realize, um, you know, Diva, is that as it as it's kind of fading, it also seems to be transfixing itself a little like it's you're almost able to pinpoint that it kind of settles somewhere in the village. And just as you kind of figure out like, oh, it it's like this moving sound or like almost like surround sound speakers and you kind of hear it over here, over here, and then it like wraps back around in front of you in front of this village and you hear the last bits of of this like stomping and then suddenly out of nowhere all three of you just hear this monstrous scream it is not a human scream this is something else entirely and it's so piercing to your ears that you all actually take a step back and like have to cover your ears because it's so loud and like you think that if you were closer, this might have actually caused you harm. Oh shit! What the hell was that? Yeah, I think it's coming from over there. There's a mountain across the water. So actually, so uh, Saint Nodiva, you would have you pinned like the it was coming from the kind of the same spot where you noticed the the footsteps were stopping, which was like right back in the village. Okay. So we walk through the village towards like the tip of the town. Will we be able to access that point there? Yeah. So you like when you came through the village and got to like the the beach area, like you'll have to walk back through the village to get back out because it's only kind of one road in, one road out. So you know if you walk back into the village area where where you came from, it's it's somewhere in there. It's in one of those one of those houses that you walked by that looked like they were in kind of shambles. Maybe we should go check it out then. What do you think, Sayno Diva? Yeah, let's go, let's go check this out. Wait, ho hold on, hold on. It, it could be dangerous. Uh, yes, and you go first. All right, fine. Lead right. your skunk. <laughs> My dead skunk has some respect. Because it's dead, definitely dead animal. Um, Have some shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, let's walk. Yeah. So as you as you come back into the village where before when you saw people kind of like eyeing you from kind of, you know, windows and other things at this point, you're getting into the village just as you're hearing basically every door and window of every house that's around you just start slamming shut. You hear people bolting things. You hear doors closing, except for one house. One house has the front door just kind of dangling open. Um, and it looks like there's like claw marks on the door that have kind of half ripped it off the, the hinges. Everything mm-hmm. else is dead quiet. There's no screaming. There's no sound. There's nothing. Like even the birds seem okay. to be utterly silent right now. Uh, the claw marks... I have like one of my abilities is like zoology. Yeah. So I, so I look at the claw marks and tell you what kind of animal. Yeah. So you get the roll for mind and then you get to add a dice for your zoology. So the same, you just roll the mind dice twice, right? Yep. Roll it twice, take the better. So that's an eight. All right. Shit. So you got, you said you got an eight? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So. This was definitely like these markings on the door. You can tell that they were done by like large dogs, it seems. Cool. Huge dogs. Yeah. Like, like we're talking like, um, I'm trying to like, like Great Dane size dogs. Okay. Maybe bigger, as far as you can tell. But, like the claw marks are substantial. And are they on the outside of the house? So was something trying to get into the house or is something trying to escape the house? The way that you see it is, and I think because you have, you have zoology, you would notice it too. You can see paw marks, like these large paw marks going into the house. And then it looks like they came back, like right at the doorway, you can see like, they. it looks like they threw the door back out, like on their way out, like someone closed the door, tried to shut the door, and didn't shut it in time. Oh. What could that possibly mean? Do we go inside? I have flashlight. I have my night vision goggles on. I mean, I haven't taken them off. Um... We don't hear anything, right? No, at this point, like I said, it's it's unsettling how quiet everything is right now. Like you heard the bustle of everyone slamming doors closed, and then it just went quiet. I, I look at Charmaine and I whisper, like, unfortunately, these aren't the markings of an elephant, but if they were, I would be excited for you. Thanks, I think. Uh take a look in. Is there anything dangerous? And I'll have my knife out ready to throw. Yeah. So if uh yes, Anne, if you want to give me a roll for looking. And you got your, your goggles, so you can give me two rolls and take the better. Oh me? Okay. Uh yeah. that would be which one? Uh whichever one was your mind, I think was the D ten. Yes. Okay. That is a five. And with my goggles, I get the roll again. An eight. Okay, so you got an eight. Yeah. Okay, so you go in. You. I think, 
I think Anu Diva also has her torch on. Yeah, and well, and you just basically you need like above a six to be good. Um, and also I feel like if if Anu Diva was putting a flashlight in there, wouldn't that be counterintuitive to your night vision goggles because it would blind sure. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you you look in there and you the first thing you notice is there's a corpse in the middle of the room because um, it's like a, it's kind of like a small hut, basically. Uh, there's a corpse and it looks like their head almost like exploded onto the floor like they were down on the floor. Their head just like exploded outwards. Uh, there's like brains and bits of bone everywhere and as you kind of survey the entirety of of the room itself up in the corner you hear a snarl and you see this like beastly looking thing in some semblance of a dog just like in the corner with their claws like dug into the they're literally like paranormal activity style Clinging oh. to the corner of the the ceiling. Um, let's see, Daddy, chill, chill, Daddy. Okay. Uh, is it is it is it like salivating? Is it like is it does it look aggressive towards us? Yes, one hundred percent. It is aggressive. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh, shall we take it down? I look to Inodiva and Charmaine. Well, I mean, I didn't like scanners either, but I didn't react like that. Yeah, of course we're going to take it down. Um, I have my knives ready. Can we just go charge in at it? Yeah. Um, I mean, is that is that what you want to do, Inodiva? You want to go running in with them blades? I'm throwing my knife. Boom. Throw your knife first, and then I'll I'll follow up. I'll say, do we want to say, we can call this um, Charmaine helping? Okay. Like, you could be helping Anodiva going in. Like, you basically hit it for, like, a maybe a minor thing, and then she goes in with the big blades to take care of it. Sure. All right. So, Ms. Anodiva, I'm going to need you to roll me. Uh, this is your, your rolling body. Body. The, okay. the category is body. Body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> um, okay, so then that's a deep Uh And you'll roll three of them and get to take the best because you've got someone helping. You're using your your blades, and then just the normal dice you'd get. Okay, so the best of the three is five. Okay. So we have our first roll that is not a 100% success. Um, so it is still a success. So on a four or five, you succeed. And so you were going in, you were trying to like, what were you trying to do to this thing specifically? Kill it. Okay. So you you go running in. Uh, Charmaine's blade goes whizzing past you, hits it in the leg. It like yelps out in pain. You come in and just sideswipe this thing, both blades underneath its chest, bloods everywhere. It falls from the the wall. 
and it kind of just like rides there in pain for a minute. Um, I'm gonna say because you didn't, you weren't fully successful. That this does take a little bit out of you. It does take a little bit of kind of wind out of you. Um, so the next time you would go to attack something, you'll roll one less dice. Okay. And I will make a note of that. So that way we remember. And then when that happens, can I take painkillers or which is one of the items I brought with me? You could. I think, I mean, like right now, like you're not, you're not like in physical danger, harm kind of thing. So I'm just tired. Yeah, you're just a little like, okay. like, oh, it's been a minute since I've like really worked these muscles <laughs> out. Okay, sorry. Um, awesome. So it is now on the ground. Uh, what are you all? What are y'all doing? Does it fall? Like it's on the ground. Is it like snarling? Is it like does it react to the action? Uh, it's, I mean, it's dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just laid her. Say uh, no diva said no ma'am, not today. Bad bitches to the left. Um, saint, you're a saint. Uh, yes, and can you look at this animal thing with your science? All right, let me just flip through the Bible. <laughs> you know how, you know how, you know how accurate this is when it comes to zoology and evolution and such. Um, yes, as we all know, education and the Bible hand in hand. Which one of Noah's ark did I was? Like, I was about to be like, which which of the pairs of animals was this? Yeah, um, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to look uh, identify what made this animal like. Was it rabies? Was it supernatural? Was there something that really went wrong with this? Beautiful, yeah. So, beautiful. so give me, give me your mind roll. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do mine. And you'll definitely get two, two dice on that one. That's a nine and a four. Okay. So you got a nine. Um, this is absolutely a creature that has been. Uh, it it's part of the stream. So it's part of the kind of horrific undercurrent of things that you know to be, just like awful maybe for you it's demon like you classify it as a demon um if you're very bible-y okay um but it is absolutely got supernatural to it uh this is not a like normal dog wolf thing that you would see out in nature um this is something else its skin is very like leathery the blood that has been like pouring out on the ground is like jet black um and it's like even its face, like it's kind of. What's weird is when you looked over when you look over at the dead corpse. It wasn't the claws that killed this thing. Like it has some claws that like could open the door. Like, you look at its mouth and it it's, it doesn't seem to have eyes or a nose. It just has a large snout with a mouth on it. That this thing might have been the thing that made the scream. That potentially killed this person lying on the floor of this, this like hut. Could it be possible that we hear the old lady come into the house? Um, I think I think at this point, like if you kind of poke your head outside, you might notice if like some of the doors are kind of peeking open a little bit. You see some heads peeking out. You see Harriet, um, 
she's like off in the she's kind of behind the well and she's like ducked down a little bit but you see her like big bushy hair that's all disheveled kind of popping up and her little eyes are just like just over the brick i have a suggestion they obviously know who lives in this house let's carry the body out no because they already don't want us here do you think that's gonna cause people more trouble Mm. Well, that's just me being scared, but I don't know. Charmaine, what do you think, Charmaine? Gonna, Charmaine's just going to walk over to the main door. Hey, uh, Harriet, you might want to come over here. I think there's a problem in the house, but we killed the monster, so that's good. You see yeah. her, like, stand up from behind the well and kind of puff, puff her chest up a little bit, and she's like, I wasn't scared. I don't know who said that. And then just kind of starts walking towards you all. As if she's like, a, you know, responded to somebody who accused her of being scared. Mm. And she says, that was, uh, that was, that was Jacob's house. He's, uh, how, how, how bad is it? Ah, uh, well, uh, the past tense was probably the most appropriate use of the word. Mm. She's like, I, I, I assumed, uh, I meant like, how bad is it? Like. Is he identifiable? Um, is his body, uh, you know, gross? Uh, again, the past tense was probably the most appropriate use of the word. All right. She kind of like walks past you and like toward the door and takes a look in. You see her do like the little like almost like she's going to vomit. She's like, oh, oh mm. ever see uh, scanners? Yeah. I don't, I don't know of what you speak. We don't have television here. Never mind. She goes, well, Jacob, Jacob was one of the good ones. This is gonna, this is gonna hit everyone real, real hard. What did he do? <gasps> to the monster thing, Jacob? She's like, well, she looks at, um, Yes, Anne. She's like, what do you mean, what did he do? What did he do for the city, like, for this village? What was he like? She's like, he was... She's like, honestly, he he took care of the children every day. Everyone else was going off to work. He took care of of the little ones and the young ones and taught them skills and how to navigate the forest and how to, how to stay out of trouble. Uh... I don't mean to be crass or anything, but um, what the hell was that thing? She kind of looks. She she looks at the at the body. She like spits at it. Oh, and she goes. Our town has been plagued by these things. They come up out the water, sunset. And they. We haven't been able to stop them. It's not every night. But when they decide to come up, nobody's safe. Why didn't we see it? And I'll look at Saint and yes and. She's like, you probably heard it before you saw it. Heard that that mm-hmm. marching. The thud, the thud, the thud, the thud, the thud. Oh. They're sneaky little bastards. 
what do they do? What's what do they usually do to people? Like she just points at Jacob's body and she's like, hmm. I mean, and why was he out at sunset? Everyone was trying to get home. I think he was getting a couple of the kids back to their own homes, trying to get back to his. He must have taken too long. Just came here for bikes. Yeah, that's all I want. The bike. She's like, if you can figure out a way to take care of these things, I'll give you the bike. We won't have a mode of transportation anymore, but uh, well, that's your problem. Okay, say less. Hold on. So, can you, what can you tell us about these ghosts? Because they're they're not ghosts. You. She points. She points at at Ain't No Diva, and she goes, "I mean, she, she sliced it up. That ain't a ghost. It's bleeding mm-hmm. all over Jacob's floor. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it comes up out of the water." You know, every I time it... the... oh, go ahead. You know, I punched the ghost once. He bled. It was in a seance. She just kind of looks at you for a second. She goes, well, good, good on you. It probably deserved it. So is it completely nighttime now? Like, would it be too late for us to go back to the beach? I mean, like, would the like... monster still? I mean, it's definitely night. Like at this point, like the sun has definitely kind of, it doesn't take that long for it to set down. So like, it's, it's definitely eerie and nighttime. Um, you could still get back to the beach area. The moon, the moon is kind of lighting up the, uh, the sky a little bit. Um, it's not like pitch black. So you could find your way back there if you wanted to go back to the beach. But does the creatures come out at night or just at sunset? She says, I, you know, she looks to you and she goes, ah, I mean, sometimes they linger, but that might be your best bet if you're trying to stop them, because if they're gone, then you'd have to wait till the next time they came back out. And I mean, it could be tomorrow. It could be a week from now. I have an idea. I'd like to set a trap for one. Ooh. Here, listen to this. I think, and then we'll like huddle. And what I'd like to do is set a trap to capture one. So that way it can be chained and then tracked so we can find the nest of them and then destroy them. Okay. So set a trap in the water? Because they're coming from out the water, right? Yeah, like along the like sea edge, because it's not a big beach where they're like coming into the town, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can line the beach or the beach path with traps, one gets snagged and then it runs away, mm-hmm. then we can track it. And I'm just the gal with the skills to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Escape Artist, you know how to how trap a help? thing. Yeah. Do, do we? Do you want us to be bait? Yes, absolutely. Well, you, Saint. On the other hand, I need her help. Um. Yeah, I could 
bring my holy water in case we can't chop it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, you you just direct us. We'll do it. Which should, should we use the electric box for? I have an electric thing? box. Electric toolbox. Yeah. Should we set up wires or or would that kill animals in the water? <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's that powerful. You're gonna electrocute the fish. <laughs> I like. I like how this is going though. Yeah, you, just, I, you drop it in the ocean, then all the fish just start bubbling up. Yeah. We don't need to run electricity through the wires, but we can use them. <laughs> okay, let's like just follow. Cables. Come on, we'll follow, follow me. Charmaine, Charmaine's lead, let's go. Help me out here. And with our powers combined, we can have a montage. <laughs> We're gonna have a montage. montage, montage. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna say... Uh, Charmaine, you can roll. Um, probably, I—I I mean, I would say probably mind for setting up a trap, unless you have a compelling reason for something else. Um, I would like to, in my own self-interest, argue body because I get to roll a d10. But because it requires intense dexterity to set these traps up properly, and I know them so well, it's more about the skill of doing than thinking. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see an argument for body being like it, ha you know, like the knots have to be tight or, like you have to get the rope. It's about certain... precision. So yeah, that's definitely mind then. Oh, okay. Well, I tried and I destroyed Wait. myself. Fun. Were you? Let me see. Body breaking thing. Yeah, I mean, body is about like brute strength, whereas oh. mind is about. Mind is more dexterity. Okay. Yeah, for me All that right. might. For me, that that makes sense. Okay, yeah, then mind it is, which it's still not my worst. It's just my middle, so. And how many dice do I get for this? Uh, do you have a skill that is helpful? Yes, a restraint escape or lock picking or sleight of hand. I have all three of those. Yeah, so I'd say you get you get one for a skill. Um, tell me which tell me which skill you'd be specifically using. I think restraint escape is probably the best one, because okay. that's like knowing the crafting of restraints and like really how to set a trap you have to know how to set a trap to be able to pull it apart okay um and then either if if say no diva is helping you or if you have like an like do you have like tools or something that would specifically help you i have a locksmith kit but i think both of them had like electrical kits they said right did both say no diva and yes and have them no, just yes, and had though. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so I'll give you the. So you get three dice because someone, someone in some capacity is helping you. Okay. Swell. Uh oh. I got a one, a three, and a seven. Ooh, okay. That seven saved mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it did. So yeah, so you <laughs> get this. You get the whole. Tra the whole trap is set up. Um. You kind of get everything together. Um, what does the what does the trap look like when it's set up? Like, what kind of a trap is this? Yeah. So I think, especially with the wires, that's like a trip line along the shore, and then there's sort of a snare that will snap up and like grab the leg, and there are like a bunch of them along the shore. Then when the thing 
like is snared, a log, a log will swing down and knock it. So then it gets spooked and it will run back home. And okay. there's like a buoy attached by a long line. So we'll see the buoy go in the water or wherever it's leading to. So then we'll track it with a boat. I love how just like utterly absurd and amazing this is. Um, okay, so you get all this set up. Um, I'm assuming like, are you just like waiting? Are you, how are you trying to bait them into coming back out to? Well, yes, and is going to have to perform a little bait dance on the beach. Maybe we're going to cover her in like raw fish. <laughs> Let's do it. Yup. Like baiting uh, sharks. Okay. So she's just covered in chum. <laughs> Let's go. Sushi. I feel like that's Are something I that she's probably used to. Oh, of course. I was very popular at the fish market. Mm -hmm. Just getting covered in chum all the time. Yeah. She's just a chum guzzler. I'm a chum F-L-U-T, I guess. Chum mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, <laughs> so I think while that's happening, while um yes and is is out there just like dancing in the moonlight, um, I just assume you're probably singing some sort of a Bible song. I'm singing the very famous tune Bible song When Jesus Say Yes by Michelle Williams. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I mean while that's all happening, uh Ain't no diva. You're kind of off to the side, and this super, super frail old villager comes walking up to you. Like they're walking with like this little cane. Um, they're like easily, easily 90 years old, possibly pushing a hundred. Um, just like skin is super wrinkled and old and frail, gray, wispy hair that just kind of flows back a little bit. Um, and they just come walking up and they kind of they kind of tug on your on your sleeve for a second. They're like, ma'am. <laughs> yes. How can I help you? Like, I just I I heard Harry what I heard what Harriet was saying and that you're trying to find the things. I would just I just you didn't hear it from me, but there might be a reason that the, the gravestones have no names. And that might be where I'd start looking. And then they just kind of like turn and start like hobbling their way back. Oh, like, wait. I mean, and I say like they're walking, but it's like, you know, like yeah. the mall when it's like power walking hour and like it's, you're still yeah. lapping everyone. Like they're walking at like half that speed. Like it's. Okay. So do I just walk past them? The you could i mean you you could it's kind of up to you like this person was just giving you some info um you yeah. could also try and stop them from leaving you and try and get ask some clarifying questions if you really wanted but i leave that all up to you okay yeah i want to ask him um can we trust this harriet person he looks and says She's young. She doesn't know the things that have happened in this village over the years. I've I've seen things. 
I've seen the things in the night and I know she's no, I think I'm the last one that knows the secrets of this town. And I can't say more. If I say more than I think my time might, might be coming to a close, but Harriet, Harriet means well, and she's doing what she thinks is right. She just doesn't know where to look. Okay, so I think to myself that Harriet wasn't trying to set us up to become creatures at the water. And then I think Kim, and I head towards the graveyard, but I use my stealth skill so no one in the village could see what I'm doing. Okay. Um, but then I also have the search skill with my flashlight. Okay. Around the graveyard. Yeah. Um. What stealth would fall under? Because mind, mind, body, or soul. Soul is literally described as being nice to things, withstanding the strange. Maybe uh, that, right? Withstanding. Yeah. Maybe you're just trying. Like you're. Yeah. Well, I can make that argument. Um. So okay. give me whatever your soul is, and I'll give you the three dice. So you can roll three times and take the best. Okay, so my soul is D10, and I roll it three times, you said? Yeah, three times. Okay, so the, oh shit. Okay, so that's one, seven, and uh, two. Hey, you got the seven. That's all you need. Okay. <laughs> so you, you like duck into the, like this dense fog. And just kind of start skirting your way around. Do you tell your two other people that you're like stealthing around or are you just going to do it on your own? I just, I tell the girls, I say, hey, I'm just going to go over here to check something, but I don't tell them that I'm going to the graveyard. Okay. Sure. I'm dancing, waiting for this. Yeah. You're still singing. When Jesus say yes, nobody can (laughs) sing. I'm throwing fish heads at her. So yeah, you two are just doing your thing on the beach, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, ain't no diva's like, "I'm just gonna go over here," and y'all are like, "All right," and then she's gone, like she just disappears. There's a weird, sick pleasure here, and it's inexplicable. Just throwing fish heads. Um, okay, so let me we'll, we'll finish out this little this little side thing with. Ain't no diva. So you 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 kind of sneak your way around. Nobody sees you. You said you're going to the to like the little graveyard. Yes, the graveyard that the old man told me to. Okay. Um. So when you get there, are, what do you what are you looking? Are you like looking for things? Are you trying to like do anything? I am looking to see how the names were removed. I'm just very confused. Um, but then I notice a grave that has been dug up and it was Jacob's grave. Wait, no, hold on. Could it be Jacob? Is he dead or Uh, is he? He's, I'll say he's, he's like, he's already over. Like he's in the, he's still dead in the house. Um, Okay. So he's not buried yet. Okay. So yeah. And I'll I'll say, so and I think (laughs) The way the way our kind of back and forth of like telling the story will be is you kind of give me your your general action of what you want to do and then I'll fill in kind of what you what you see. So like got it. I will 
I, you get over there and I think what you're like immediately noticing before rolling any dice is like, it is true. You see all these tombstones, everything kind of looks like it's been like rubbed away. Um, but give me a mind roll. Okay. And if you have any skills that would be applicable. To the, I mean, I just have search. Yeah. Yep. No, that's perfect. Okay. So give me two dice roll, at whatever your mind is. Okay. So that is a oh, one and seven. Amazing. Um, I'm really waiting for you all to have bad rolls because this is. Uh too simple for you right now um so as you're like looking at these these gravestones the thing that you're realizing is they're just like they they're getting hit with the water but they're the spots that are being that are like rubbed away are actually facing away from the water so there's no reason that they actually should have been like worn off and as you're like looking at them you can almost tell that either they never had names to begin with or that like something came through and like chiseled away whatever name was supposed to be there but this is the like when you get close up to it it is not erosion from the water that has done these names away like this was purposeful Um, and I think okay. on that note, because we've got the other two dancing in the moonlight covered in fish, um, I think <laughs> at this point, you two, and then we'll come back over to you, uh, Ain't. Every time I say the name, like Ain't, I want to say the full name or call you Saint, but I love it. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think. Charmaine, you're you're throwing fish, and yes, and you're over there just like basking in it. You're you're so melodic and you're singing, and as you're singing, suddenly you you start to hear that those footsteps again. You start to hear that thundering, kind of marching sound in the distance. Oh, keep dancing! It's working. Lion, I do the window. Louder, louder, faster, louder. Turn, turn, kick, turn, turn. Are they looking? Are they looking? Are they looking? Not yet, but they will. (laughs) And so you finally see, like, it's the way that this kind of manifests itself. um, And what you see is the fog kind of denses up and then starts to dissipate. And you see two of these things are in the trees. What What are these things? Like, what are, what? The, it's the same thing you found in the house. Like, these weird dog-looking okay. demon things. And they kind of let out this snarl. And one of them hops down from the tree and starts to, like, beeline it toward um, toward uh, Yes Anne. Do I have to get out of the get out of the trap? When do you when, when should I leave the trap? How does the trap how does the trap activate without me getting caught? Uh run that way. Yeah, so give me a body check. Oh the body's better than soul for me at least. Okay, so that's your D. 
run that way. Can I use anything? Uh, no, can't use my phone, of course, in here, can I? No. Six. Do you got a six? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so six is just enough to, to get you out of the way. So this thing comes like lunging towards you. You jump out at the last second and it, the trap activates, it does its thing. Um, I, Charmaine gave a very thorough explanation of what was going to happen, but I think the, the end result snaps, the log swings, the creature gets thrown. There is a snare and it is caught in the snare, and then it reacts, and hopefully it runs home. Yeah, so what you... What, what you see is, like, as it starts running, it runs into the ocean. Um, and the buoy seemingly at some point starts to get pulled under the water. Mm -hmm. Um... And then after maybe like a minute, you see the buoy just kind of like slowly ascends out in the water somewhere. And uh, I squint my eyes and I do that like hand over the eyes thing that does not magnify your vision. Mm -hmm. And I look in the distance, hoping to see where it goes. We have a location, I think. Um, also, and can I just pause to say the way you're describing this, all I can imagine is a freaking xenomorph, and it's terrifying. <laughs> that wasn't what I was intent like wasn't what I was going for, but I like it. I like yeah, I like that visual. Yeah, like the the like all fours ones from like Alien 3, mm -hmm. where it like comes out of a dog, so then it has kind of a dog body. Yeah. Mm. That's for all the nerds out there. I love you all. <laughs> all right. So I think all of this happens. I want to say, I'm assuming, um, ain't no diva. I'm assuming you made your way, like once you found your thing, like you, do you make your way back over to your other two friends? Oh yeah. I, I go running back to them. You come running back just speak. in time to see a log drop. You see, yes. And jump out of the way as the snarling beast goes running off dragging a buoy behind it out into the ocean. To the buoy! Um, yeah, I was going to remind you that there is a second one. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look at it and with hand signs, because I'm proficient at hand signs. I'm going to say in a language that I guess dogs would understand with my hand signs, I'm like don't fuck with that. Bitch. <laughs> You're gonna try and I mean give me a soul roll? Not a soul roll. What does that do with my soul? It's a body, if anything, because I'm using my body, but I'm also using my mind. Come on. I could I could give you mind instead of soul. Yeah, there we go. That's what we like to hear. Okay, so mind I mean, even though the soul description literally says withstanding the strange and bargaining for stuff. You're literally bargaining with it. <laughs> Go away. Okay. Literally bargaining with the strange. Do I roll twice because I'm good with hand signs? That's one of my abilities. Yeah, you get a second roll because I'm being okay. kind. The first one was a three. Oh my god, the second one was a one! <laughs> Amazing. I love this for you. All right, so you suffer a consequence because you failed. Um, where, where did I put that? Okay. 
So you are you so one thing I haven't gone over yet is kind of the levels that you're operating at. So you all start off as fairly safe. Um, so if you fail a role and you suffer consequences, I have a list of things I can choose from. Uh, then you move up to being in danger, which then I have a different list of things that you can happen to you. And then if you fail there, you move up to doomed. And I have a list of things that can happen to you, which includes death. That's okay. how you can die. One of the ways you can die in this game is that you can you can be doomed and suffer consequences. Um, so I'm going to say, yes, and you go from being fairly safe to being in danger. So you make some hand signals at this thing and it doesn't understand you because it's a demon beast. Okay. And we're going to it's going to be pseudo combat. So it's going to it's going to lunge for you. Oh, fuck me. What do I have to do? Uh, you have to tell me what what are so it it like hops down from the tree. Okay, and, is its and mouth like, open? Yeah, it's snarling. Okay, I'm gonna grab my weapon, which is my improvised weapon, which is the Old Testament, and if its mouth is open, I'm gonna put the book straight in it so its mouth stays stuck. <laughs> power of Christ. Well, Christ is well. Okay, well, he's not Old Testament, but the power of Moses compels you. Uh, give me, give me a body roll. <laughs> if you can make a justification for how this isn't physical brute strength of forcing oh, a book. Yeah. I can take body. I'll take body over soul. I mean, yeah, sorry. Uh, and, and you can roll a second dice because you're using your Bible. I rolled a five. Yep. Oh, wait, sorry. A, bo a body is my middle one, right? I so believe it's so. It's a B. Sorry, yes. Yeah. yeah. So roll two d8s. A six and a five. Okay. So with the six, you're successful. And actually, when you when you push the book against this thing's mouth, flat it into like, the mouth. Yeah. It like singes. It's like the outer part of its mouth. Like you you hear the like sizzle as it starts touching. <sighs> That's right. That's ten thing. commandments for you, motherfucker. Wait, I also have holy water. Can yeah, I? Yeah, so you so you see this happening? I, I think save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Are you good? Yeah. We good? Oh, okay. Oh my god! Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What if you like? You know, I, you taught me. You taught me how to douche before. What if you taught me how to douche with holy water? I'm sure that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, save it. We we can use holy holy water. Is a lot more like. You can use it in more versatile ways. Okay. I, so I'm sorry. You said that learn how to douche with holy water. And the first thing I think is I'm gonna, at some point going to have you douching with holy water and projectiling it at something. That's exactly what we're talking about, isn't it? <laughs> what What is their confusion? I'm just, I just wanted to say it out loud in case any, any listener was just a little bit lost in that moment. I just needed them to have the same visual that I just We're all on the same page of the Old Testament. Yep. Or We're all in this together. Yep. It's yeah. all old internet memes, and uh, we are becoming Tub Girl with holy water. All right. So this thing, like, it starts retreating back from, from you. As it's like, and you can see that, like, this, like as it pulls away, uh, like, you can see the scarring around the edge of its, its snarled mouth. Um, and you, it takes a couple steps back and you see it breathe in so deeply. You see its entire chest expand out. Um, 
very quick, well. very quickly, uh, yes, Anne, give me uh, a mind roll with your zoology. Okay. I'm not letting this get away. I warned you with those hand signs. I said, you're not going anywhere. I rolled a two and a fucking three, you motherfucker. Yeah, I let you get away. <laughs> yeah, so you. Okay, so you're watching this and your brain doesn't connect together that the last time this thing was somewhere, it screamed and killed somebody. And what you what you realize is as you're standing there, but you realize it way too late, is that it is about to let out another blood curdling scream. And so you like, I'm gonna say like at the split okay. last second, yeah, you recognize what's about to happen and are able to kind of jump behind like a tree or something very quickly. But I'm gonna give you a trauma. Can I do something first? Yeah, go for it. Can I use my knife throwing skill to pick up and throw a knife into its gullet to stop yeah, it from being into its mouth? Well, like you know. Just like uh yeah, you can you can try and throw the knife in its mouth. Well, I wanted to throw like a rock into its oh, mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, you can do that. Up. Yeah. All right. So, what what would I roll there? Is that body or is that mind? I would let you I argue either way, because I, I feel like there's a bit of dexterity to it, but I also feel like you got to get some oomph behind it to like get it. Yeah, I am trying to pick up like a heavier rock and I'm pretty close. So I feel like my strength is more important here. Um, And I'm trying to like get something in its mouth to stop it from being able to do a scream. Okay. So that's why it's like, a, I feel a strength is reasonable here. Yeah, I can, I can buy that. Okay. And because I'm using my skill, is that two die? Correct. Okay. That's a five and... A three. Okay. So you are also now in danger. Mm -hmm. um, but you do manage to like get it. Like you like chuck it and it like hits the mouth. And maybe, and that's what saves, I'm, we'll say that's what saves yes and at the last second is like this. It like you move it just off to the side. It lets out this scream and all of you like hear it. And like your, your ears ring and hurt as this thing just like screeches at like an octave that is just unholy. Um, and well, I'm trying to see what kind of trauma I can give. Yes, Anne. Oh, these are, I don't think these don't quite fit for me. So I think I mean I think the 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 end result is like you you are focused so much on like this thing in front of you that you you barely even notice that the rock hit it. Like you are, and you're just so just like mad at yourself for not knowing the things that you should know. Like you should have spotted that. You should have been able to do it. <clears throat> and so I'm going to say the next time, because you're so discouraged, the next time that you would go to roll something with zoology, you're going to roll one less dice. You know, fine. Fine. I'll live with it. <laughs> um, all right. Ano Diva, what are you like? The thing has been knocked to the side a little bit. Um, what are you up to? 
I was just gagged that everything was happening because I just came back from the graveyard. But I want, now that the thing is like kind of days, I want to tell my girls oh, that the graveyard, like what I learned from the graveyard. Okay. I might, I mean, the thing is still alive. It's still, it's oh. still a threat. It's just not screaming anymore. Okay. I mean, yes, Anne told me to save my holy water, but I still have my blade from the original yeah. thing. So I could use that, but maybe I use one less blade because I had used up this attack earlier well and the thing from earlier was that because you like semi you like mostly were successful like it was the like you're kind of just exhausted a little bit so you just don't roll you you get you won't roll the extra dice this time you would just roll uh i think your normal dice and then i think you have fighting right did you take fighting for my skills yeah um no just blade so healer self blade and search Okay. But my weapon was like a knife, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you could do it, but you just only get one dice this time. Okay. Would that yeah. be would that be body? Uh like yes. Fighting? Yeah, because you're okay. walking up and punching it with your knife. Okay, so that's D six. And I got a oh, I got a one. Oh no. So what's this? Attack unsuccessful. Attack unsuccessful. You are also Ooh. in danger. Oh shit! So you go oh, running but up. I have. Okay, oh. no, go ahead. No, go for it. I have. I still have my painkillers, but I also am a healer. Like that's my skill. Okay. Yeah, we'll say. We'll, we'll say. Yeah. Right. I think right now you're still like you're definitely moved up to the in danger route. All three of you are in danger at this point. Mm -hmm. um, okay, okay. Okay. So this thing, like, you go to swipe it, you just like biff like it's it's kind of recollected itself after this the rock hit it in the face um and the thing kind of like digs its claws into the into the dirt and you see it just like launch itself up into the trees and it almost starts running like it's almost looks like it's parkouring on the side of the trees like it's just going um and is darting away from the three of you and you once again start hearing that like thudding sound of like this march happening in the distance as it seems to, it doesn't seem to go back toward the ocean. It seems to go into the tree line somewhere. I have a question. Yes. So because I was so focused on the image of a xenomorph, I didn't reconsider what these things could be. And now I'm wondering if the player has knowledge the character couldn't. I just want to know, are these some sort of ghoul friends? It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like a person turned into a monster. Okay. So it, it's it, you're because of the description of a dog. It made me think of ghouls. Mm, right. Fair. Okay. So it's not a, okay. All right, then what I would like to do is maybe chase it down or chase after it. Okay. Are you all, do you like, do you want to talk? Are you just going to bolt from your group or do you want to like check in and say like, this is what my plan is? 
mind is not her strongest suit. It's her it's her second best thing. So okay. uh she's gonna just book it. Okay. So yes, Anne and Ain't No Diva, you see Charmaine just bolts. Like this thing bolts, and Charmaine is like full pursuit after it. We gotta follow it. Charmaine, we're let's, coming. Let's go. Uh, let's go. All right. So you you kind of keep following. It's you're keeping a decent pace with it. Um, give me a body roll, Charmaine. Seven. Okay. So yeah, you're you're able to keep you're able to keep pace with it. And I think because you are, everyone else is like seeing you and you're not losing it as it's like kind of literally and again it looks like it's like it's poor parkouring parallel to the ground like mm -hmm. it is on the tree line kind of jumping from running from tree to tree to tree um in a way that like it shouldn't that shouldn't be possible um and it you see it kind of it runs far enough kind of you keep following it and it's loop it's looping around it's smart and you end up chasing it back around toward the graveyard so it moves in a circle yeah it literally kind of like took you on like a long loop and brought you back around Ooh. the sound also was in a big circle wasn't it Yes. Interesting. Okay. So it like, and it hops, like it kind of jumps, it like lunges itself off the last tree. It like just clears the gravestones and you see it behind the graves and it kind of turns back around looking to like pointing its face, which doesn't have eyes back in your general direction and you can kind of hear it breathing heavily as the waves kind of keep washing over it and over it. and it doesn't move it just stands there um can i jump on it and attack it with my knife yeah give me a body roll plus one Since you got a knife hot diggity dog <laughs> four amazing one amazing we love chaos in this house <laughs> um so yeah so you go to jump and you go to lunge and hit it with your knife you do hit it with your knife but your your jump wasn't far enough and you clipped your ankle over one of the gravestones ow uh so reduce your oh. body by one die Son of a, ah, oh, my so, ankle. It should be whatever your die was before. It should be down either D8 no, or D6. It's a D8 now. Okay. Uh-oh. That is, so it's a minor injury or a minor wound. Minor wounds can be healed by like a med kit or your resident healer. Like it can be restored back up to a D10. Uh, if it gets worse or you suffer a major wound, that's something you'd have to like get get fixed at a hospital mm -hmm. so you stick the knife in it as you kind of like i think i the visually the way i see it is like 
you're doing this like glorious lunge and then you like trip but the way your body trips you like fall flat onto the thing and manage to like knife it in the side yeah that makes sense to me and then it like it takes the you know it it gets hit with this knife um and it you see it just like after you kind of roll off of it because you don't want to be laying on it i'm sure Mm -hmm. uh it just starts like backing into the water road and then it just slowly kind of starts slinking away as the next wave crashes in and then goes back out and recedes back out the thing disappears with the with the tide or not with the tide but with the waves she'll stand up and like hobble on one foot get back over here you son of a bitch (laughs) i'm not done with you Her cape blowing in the wind fabulously. I love the imagery of that. God damn it. She throws her like, you know, hot cup in the cold cup into the ocean at it, full of ice, the iced coffee gone. Mm -hmm. She for a moment feels bad about littering. But then her (laughs) ankle hurts and she can't focus on that anymore. Don't litter kids. All right. So what are what are y'all doing at the moment? Ow. I have my painkillers that I can give. Start me now. Yeah. Actually I would say pain, so I would count painkillers as like as like a med, like that would take you back up to your D10 because you won't notice the pain for four hours. Oh sure. Here you go, sis. Take this. Oh, God, you really are a saint. Oh, my God. Again, you saved me. First the prep and now this. God bless. I don't know what kind of a sinner I am. She'll pop those pills. Um, And so are we still chasing this dog creature? No, it's it's gone. It's in the ocean. It disappeared. Um, so I don't know, uh, ain't no, ain't no diva. Cause you haven't had time to tell anybody about anything that you've discovered. Yeah. Can I tell them now? Yeah. Okay. So y'all, um, I went through the graveyard cause this guy told me to say that instead of looking in the water, we should start at the graveyard. So I went to the graveyard and I noticed that the names were not on the stones. And that people were thinking that the water could have washed against it and washed away the the names. But the names were not facing the water. That couldn't be true. Oh. Why would the graves be unmarked? I don't know. I don't know. That's when I ran back to see what was happening with y'all. Maybe we should go bully Samantha's out of Harriet. Harriet actually thinking she's she's doing what she thinks is best for us, but the old man told me that um, 
Harriet means well. So maybe we should go find that old man again. And bully him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying the elderly. Hooray. <laughs> High five. <laughs> so right, can we go you, find the, the man? Yeah, I was saying unless are you doing anything else while you're in the graveyard? Uh oh. maybe uh may maybe Charmaine will go take a look. Okay. And give it the old blop try. And what are what are you looking for? What is this? What are you doing? Um so if uh Saint had gone and taken a look at the gravestones and noticed that, um maybe she'll go look for any other like monuments or historical pieces as well. Any useful information about like how they're arranged, who's buried there, why they're buried there, stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Okay. Uh so give me a mind roll. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you have any skills that would um would sleight of hand help here? I don't think so. Like okay, no. then. <laughs> Again, giving it the old leather blop try. <laughs> I rolled uh, I rolled a one. Amazing. Um so looking to see what makes sense do you do you, do you get to give me fake information with the one <laughs> or do you not even tell me i don't you know what don't tell me either way no I, i'm gonna go with like so things don't go as planned at all, or don't go as planned at all so you you're looking at everything and you're like you're standing around you're like okay there are gravestones there's water they're facing this direction this is oh. everything that ain't no diva told me I I have no idea. I have no idea what to do with any of this information. Like, uh, you simply stand there, you're just like, I can't, your brain is still, like, your adrenaline is pumping so much from attacking this thing, hurting your ankle, taking the painkillers, that your head is just kind of a fog, and you're like, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, oh, 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 I've got it. No, no, I don't. No, that was just a thought. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yes, Anne, are you doing anything before you all go back into the the village? Oh, uh, I don't think there's anything here I need to like. There's nothing. I just want the bike. Nothing here is gonna. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not doing anything. Okay. So y'all head back into the village, and it seems not lively at this point, but like you hear a little bit more, like you hear some people, like you hear people talking in some of the, the houses as you walk past. Um, like the, 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 the tenseness seems to have subsided for, for the moment. Um, there's like a, they've, they've brought Jacob's body out of the house and it's covered with like a, a drab sheet as if they're going to like eventually take and, and bury him somewhere. Oh, fuck. Uh, hello, uh, wh where's your oldest man? We need to bully him. Someone says, what? What do you mean the old, like, the oldest, the oldest person is 
I mean, I guess Harriet's the oldest at this point. That's why she's kind of running things. No, the old guy, the really old guy with the cane, right, Saint? That what? Can you describe him? Yeah, he like kind of hobbles. He how uh, a hunchback. He was wearing all black. He had bright white hair. He was just at the beach earlier with us. You see Harriet come walking out, and she kind of like hears you saying this and kind of storms up to you and she's like what do you what do you mean you saw an what do you mean you saw an old man i'm the oldest person here it sounds like you were describing baxter but that can't be right and honey with a good skin routine you could pass for 40 come on She's like, he said I mean, he knew. Oh, go ahead. He said he he said he knew the town secret. You see her kind what of are you hiding from us. You see her like take a deep breath. She goes, "I don't I don't know how to say this to you, but if if it's who I think you're talking about, Baxter's dead, and has been for." Six years? God. And what do you what? mean he said that we had secrets? What kinds of secrets did he say we have? He said that, you know, we needed to look, and not at the ocean, but we had to go to the graveyard. And we saw all the names gone. Yeah, and uh, Saint here did say that he said that you didn't know about them because you were too young and that you were trying to do your best but failing miserably at your job. You see so her, you... like, bristle for a second and she's like, you sh you be wise to watch your tongue. We fought two more monsters, so that's three more than you have. And that's just in one day. And we don't want to humiliate you, but you should be nicer to us. We're trying to help. Yeah. She takes a deep breath and she's like, all right, fine. Come with me. And she like walks into like a kind of the nicest looking cabin, but it still looks like a strong wind would probably knock it over. Um, she like ushers you in. She closes the door. Um, it's a very modest little uh, space. There's, it's big enough that there's like a door that looks like it goes to probably like her bedroom, but then otherwise it's like the living room, kitchen, everything else is just all out in the open, open space. Um, and she sits you all down and she says, listen, I know what Baxter was talking about. If that was Baxter, God damn it. If that man isn't haunting me from his fucking grave. <gasps> She's like, here's the thing. And I try not to tell the people in the town about this because it'll freak everyone out and I don't know how to stop it. Decades ago, maybe generations ago, someone in this village made a deal with something out there. And the deal was we would be, we would have enough. They were very bad at deal making. 
they'd made a deal that we would have enough that we could live in this village forever. We'd always have what we needed. We've always got just enough food. We've always got just enough water. We've got just enough supplies to make shelter, but nothing more. It's literally miserable, but we can't leave. We're not, we're not able to leave the village. We try, we, we take, we go on long walks. We end up just rounding back to the same place we started. It's a fucking circle all the time. Okay. And she's like, and the deal apparently was that these things that live in the ocean would get to eat one of us every so often. And it used to be people made willing sacrifices. They would just go out to the ocean, let themselves be eaten. We'd be good for a year, maybe two. It's why we have all the tombstones unmarked. There's not bodies underneath them. It's just tombstones. And we don't want to, we don't want to remember, like, it's too sad to remember why someone's not there. So we just leave everything blank in hopes that everyone kind of forgets that it happened. She's like, but the last generation or so, no one's wanted to make the sacrifice. Baxter was the last one who did. And now these things have come back and they seem to be more hungry than they used to be. She made a sacrifice. How, how did the sacrifice happen? It wasn't a ritual or anything. Someone would just walk out into the ocean, let the waves wash over them, maybe drop a little blood in the water. And eventually you'd watch them get pulled out Almost like an undertow. Does it have yeah. to be a human being? Could be an animal? It always has to be one of us. Whatever thing they made a deal with did a good job with their side of it and used specific language. <laughs> okay, okay. It always has to be a person from the village. If we do this, can you give us a bike? If we, if we, if we help you sacrifice a person, will you give us the bike? I mean, sure, it'll buy us a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, all right, what are we thinking, team? Do we just want to find a scapegoat? I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Where uh, did they make the deal again? The story goes this, that whoever it was was out on the was out at the ocean touching their dying breath so they'd run out of food can't drink the salt water from the ocean and they had nothing and just as they were on the brink of death something appeared before them offered them a deal and they took it have you tried making a new deal and like pre-writing a contract if I knew how to call the person back I would, but as it currently stands, we're just food. All right. Uh, who's the most useless person in town? Um, I'm going to need you to roll soul for that. Okay. 
Um, can I use an item? What item are you using? Good alcohol. I want to get her drunk. I'll allow it. Swell. That gives me two D6s. <laughs> this is going to go so great for you. No, it's not. And I love it. That's my favorite. Okay, so that's a four. Okay. And a three. Okay. Um, so you get the four. Um, and you suffer a consequence. That's my favorite. Is is this success with a consequence? Yes. That is my favorite. <laughs> um she says. Can I suggest a a uh, um a consequence? I always welcome your consequences. Then um it is the most useless person in the entire town, but they're the most beloved person in the entire town. Mm. Yeah, and I, I was looking to see like cuz she'll give you that. I think it's, you know, it's yes, that'll be it. It's going to hurt more. It's a child. Uh, what? It's a child. No, we're not gonna we're not no? gonna sacrifice okay, a child fine, on this fine. podcast. If you want that, go listen to us playing Kingdom Come, where we had campers that we kept sacrificing by accident to the elder gods. <laughs> okay, fine. But it's um, gotta be someone real sweet and cute. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be the per it's gonna be like the they don't really do much other than like tell stories. It's this kindly woman. Um, she's in her like early thirties and she doesn't really do much. She doesn't have an, an, a skill set. Um, she just tells really fun stories that the kids enjoy, but it doesn't do anyone any good other than just like distracting them for a little bit. And they'd rather focus on the kids learning skills and being able to take care of themselves. Are we, sorry. Um, we're looking to sacrifice someone. That is that is what your your co-conspirators at the moment have decided is that they are going to walk someone out to the ocean, and let them be eaten. <laughs> Should I be hearing it? That's or is that's... it because she? Oh, go ahead. So they asked who the most useless person was, okay. because Harriet is seeming seemingly useful, or at least she's claiming she's useful. Um. Is there a priest in the village? Uh, she says there's a clergy a clergyman, yeah. Let's just take them, because they're obviously very useless. And helping uh, <laughs> this, you know, this, this town. It's up to you. So you've got, you've got a member of the clergy, you've got the, the sole clergy person, or you've got this 30-year-old woman who simply loves telling a good story. I will put I will Yeah, I'm fine with that. We can we can sacrifice the priest. That's more okay. palatable to me. Uh, uh, Saint Saint No Diva, how do you feel about the clergy being sacrificed? I'm only a saint to uh, my my good saint Charmaine. So uh, <laughs> so so let's say goodbye. All right. So you're gonna go over uh the the small little chapel that's set up. Um it's it's 
literally probably one of the most in shambles buildings that's there. Like the door creaks as you open it. It's barely on the hinges. The windows are all kind of boarded up because all the glass has been broken out. It kind of smells of mildew when you walk in because you realize there's, there's holes in the roof everywhere. Um, and you see this this man and he is. I wouldn't say it's like nice attire, but he looks marginally nicer than some of the other people that you've seen um, in his like clergy robes. And he is at the altar and he is he is praying. Father, father, who are you? And he he stands up and turns around. He goes, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't I didn't realize that I had um, I had guests. What can I what can I do for you, my children? Uh, We seem to have found a Okay, How are we getting this man to the beach? I have an idea. Uh, excuse me, Father. Do you have a moment? I I always have a moment for my children. Uh, I I would like to confess. He says, "Oh, all right." He's uh, like, "I don't. I'm not. I'm not Catholic. I don't have confessional booths anywhere. But we can sit over here in this pew, and you like go to sit down on it, and it's like, again, everything in here is just like it's." rotting and you like sit on this bench and it's like damp as you sit down on like the cushion uh forgive me father for i have sinned it says i we we have all sinned my child but what what sins specifically or would you like to tell me about today it has been many years since my last confession and um i it is a long list but i guess i'll start with the most recent I have decided to kill a priest. He says, I. And her knife will slide under his robes. Did you get to murder this priest on, at the beach? Into like... his gut. Uh, not into his gut, but like to point at his gut. Um... And we need you to stay quiet and to come with us. And uh, can I use a body roll to intimidate him? And can I add sleight of hand to just apply the right amount of pressure so he feels the pain and a little bit of bleeding without actually hurting him yet? Yes, I'll allow it. Oh my god. That's a 10. That's a 7. And that's a nine. Yeah, I mean the ten locked you in. Like the ten yeah, got I know it that, for you. But I wanted to see what they all were. <laughs> so you see him, and he just gets like his whole body tenses up, and he says, "I, my child, why, why have you chosen to make such a decision?" Unfortunately, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and this is one of those times. This is to help save the town. You'll understand. I'm sure. I mean, and he's not putting really up, he's not putting up like much of a fight. Like he's, because you intimidated the crap out of him. You're literally knifing him as we speak. So. In my bedazzled magician cape with its high collar, huge hair. Um. So he says, he's like, where, where, where do you, where are you taking me? The beach. Let's go to the like, beach. 
each. Let's go get a win. <laughs> and if you go quietly and willingly, it will be as quick and painless as possible. If you shout, it will be none of those things. He just says, I, I, I will. Clearly, God has brought you to me on this day with that knife. It is meant for you to take me somewhere, and I, I will go with you, my child. Thank you, Father. Let's go. So y'all start. I mean, you realize like he's he's not fighting, he's not resisting, he's just walking with you. Um, and you get to the edge of the beach, and you're standing there. the The waves are crashing in. It is full night at this point. Um. And he's standing at the edge and he looks at you and he says, I, what, I, I, are you sure that this is a message from God that I'm meant to die today on this beach? It is for you to sacrifice yourself in the name of the town. I think this time I'm going to ask you to give me a soul roll. Golly. Um, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that is a D6. Ooh. You could ask somebody to give you some assistance with this. Yes, would anyone like to help? I bet. I bet Miss uh-huh. Saint over there, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how would you how would you help convince this man that he is destined to die today? Um, as a healer, seeing my skills, understanding, you know, trying to talk to him empathetically, saying that, like, you know, the town has been through a lot since Baxter has passed away, and we need someone who is a leader like yourself to maybe lead the way (laughs) in terms of, you know, giving the town a break a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So Juicy, you get you get the second dice. Heck yeah. And do I have any booze left over for him to take a swig for some courage? Um, I'm gonna say that he would not accept a beverage as a confidence boot. Like he wouldn't he's not a drinker. He really isn't Catholic. Okay. <laughs> That's Could a I use my soliquism? To make it sound like there is a voice coming from above. Can you, I mean, you, you could try. Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll try that. Uh, what do I roll? Um, what are, you're you're trying to make it sound like God's talking to him? Yeah, like you know, like. <laughs> I will. I think in terms of not overcomplicating the mechanics of of multiple people rolling and possibly all of it falling to shit, I'll say that you're also helping, and I'll give I'll give Juicy a second the total of three dice because you are trying to like make it seem like I'm hearing a message from God and they're telling me this. I mean, you've got your Bible, so you're like, I think you could be like reading passages about sacrifice or. or- the Old Testament, the Old Testament gods. Even Abraham, even Abraham had to sacrifice his son. Yeah, exactly. So All right, Juicy, roll three times. I did. What'd you get? I rolled a two, and then yep. I rolled a one, 
But then, thanks to number three, I rolled a six. Amazing. I love the drama of that. (laughs) Me too. I was sitting there. (sighs) All right. So he is fully on board. You all have fully convinced this man that it is his destiny to die. And he puts his palms out and asks Juicy to, or asks uh, Charmaine to, much like Jesus, if you could, if you just cut the palms of my hands and I'll walk out into the ocean and do what needs to be done. Um, And he goes walking out and he, you see him get maybe 10 feet out into the ocean. Um, He's about waist high in terms of water. And then all of a sudden you see he just falls backward and looks like he just gets dragged out to sea. And you hear you hear the, that sound of the, the the footsteps marching come rushing past all of you, almost like a wind rushing by and descends into the water. And you see kind of just like the, the water gets a little like the waves are coming in, but there's something a little bit off in terms of like the way that they would be rolling in. Um, and then everything kind of goes back to being normal and calm. Um, and everything seems kind of quiet. I say to everyone, I hope the bike is blue. And as you all three turn around, there is a cloaked figure standing behind you. And they look at you all and they say, hmm, that was very clever, this little group, trying to find ways around my contract with this good town. We're just here for the bike. So, you know, that was very clever. I think we should not we should just keep walking, get our bike, and get out. But you haven't heard what I have to say, because I, I can don't... make you an offer that would free this town. Oh? Hey, it's I... not our problem. This I town do... in its bed, and it's laid in it. We should not be... Is all I ask is, is you hear what I have to say? You can give me a yes, you can give me a no. If you say no, you leave. And you never have to worry about this little village ever again. If you say yes, perhaps there's something waiting for you at the other side of that answer. First, I think we help. (laughs) First, I do think we help them fulfill your contract based on the terms that were explained to us. Second, let's hear the details. Hash it out. He says, well, first you satiated the contract for a time. But eventually their time will come where they'll have to do it again. And if they don't do it willingly and we have to come get them, it's messy and we tend to take more than if they just would have given us one in the first place. But here's the deal. This town walks free. They never have to sacrifice another person to any of us. We will leave them be. They will live out their lives. They can leave this place as they so choose. But each of you would owe me a favor that I would call at a time and place where it's needed. And once you fulfill that favor, you will never want for a single thing in your life again. You will have money. 
You will have power. Mm -hmm. You will have fame. You'll have it all. While alive and healthy and happy. You be the most alive you've ever been, the healthiest you've ever seen yourself. To the extent of unnatural lives and then some. I would give you and then some even. To the extent of unnatural lives and then some. Yes. (laughs) And you see like you see him like throw you see him like throw his hood back and he's standing a bit taller. Um and uh ain't no diva, you recognize you see this man and it is he looks like Baxter, but younger. Oh. Hmm. Good care. And he says, he kind of locks eyes with you and he's like, you know, sometimes they just have to be reminded that I needed the sacrifice and it's fun to pop in every once in a while and keep an eye on the things that I have contracts and deals with. But thank you for helping me uh, get things back in a working order once again. Now, as I offered, only one yes is needed. I don't need all three of you to say yes, as long as one of you, this village can walk free. Well, it's just one of us has to say yes for, but they don't speak for the others. Correct. Oh, let me see the fine print. I don't trust it. I don't know. He says, exactly. he, he looks at <laughs> you and says, my, my contracts are the words that I've given you. He's like, I don't do written arguing the finer points. And he goes, my time for games is minimal. So Mm. he looks at, he looks at, um, yes, Anne. And he goes, what's your answer? Yes or no? I'm going, I'm, I I can't wait to hear the sounds of that bicycle bell as it goes, tring, tring. So you can stay here and play your stupid ass games. But I want to go tring, tring. Goodbye. Your no is noted, even though you did not say the word. And then he looks at <laughs> ain't no D- he looks at ain't no diva, and he says, <sighs> "Yes or no." Okay. Before I answer, I'm gonna look at Charmaine to say, "Like, bitch, don't do it." Um, don't do I feel, it. Like, I feel so, like this is how the this is how the town got into their predicament. Like, I feel like someone was promised all these good things, and then all of a sudden, bitch, these guys. Started sacrificing yourself. Um, so I'm gonna say no. You, he looks at you and he's like, "You could have had so much. You could have been <laughs> so much, and yeah. throwing it away for what? This town? A bicycle. You could have freed them yeah, from these but Buggles, Buggles the clown is gonna kill us if we don't have that <laughs> bike." I'm getting, you're taking the bicycle back. The ones who say no take the bicycle back. Um, and then Charmaine, he looks to you and he inches a little closer because he can feel it. He can feel the temptation Charmaine. in your soul. Charmaine. And he looks at you and he says, I've seen the depths of the things that you want. I've seen the things in which you long for. You would be respected. You would have everything. Charmaine, you think wouldn't... about the African elephant. Think about the African elephant, Charmaine. 
focus on the I episode. could give you one of those. Oh. You could fulfill all of your wildest dreams and fantasies. Every scenario played out to the darkest detail. One favor? What is it? Yes. Oh, gag. You lost her. She's gone. <laughs> he says, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you soon. <laughs> and like, oh, in a puff really? of smoke, he's just gone. And as you, and out of nowhere, you hear like, you, the fog that sits around this village seems to subside a little bit. You, and, and as it subsides, you realize that there's been, this whole time, there's been multiple roads coming and going from this small village. And you see the villagers start looking around, and you see one of them kind of look at the rest and, like, starts to walk in one of the directions and gets pretty far away and turns back around and, like, looks at everyone and is like, I think, I think we're free. And it's like the the rejoicing is happening and the the clamor is happening and everyone's so excited and celebrating. All you can hear, Charmaine, is in just in the back of your head is just this little tiny laugh that says, you're going to regret ever offering a favor to the devil. And then it goes dark. And that's our game. Oh, Charmaine. Yes. She ain't no demon, but the devil. <laughs> One favor. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure it's something innocuous and very simple. Like, could you go get me a loaf of bread? It never is. At least <laughs> I know it's coming. And maybe someday if we do Fears and Fathoms again, we can... The plot hook will be the favor. I love that. All right. Well, thank you all for joining and playing and, and giving up your Sunday evenings. Um, before we wrap up, I do want to go around. We'll do alphabetical alphabetical again. So Bombay, Candace, and and Juicy. Um, I'll give you a chance to plug your socials. Um, this episode drops at the end of October. So feel free to plug if there's anything going on. It'll go out on October 30th. Um, so if you've got anything going on around that time, if people are living in your areas or things that you've got, I know Juicy's about to launch a podcast, um, but plug whatever you'd like. Um, Bombay, how can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet by Googling slutty whore. <laughs> but if you, you can also find me on Instagram at bom.bae and that's where you find me. Uh, and Candace, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Candace Persuasion, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-P-E-R-S-U-A-S-I-A-N, slave for spelling B. Um, but yeah. And I will put, I'll put the links in show notes so people will be able to, to find you easily that way too. Um, and Juicy, where can people find you on the internet? Yes, hi, I'm Juicy Garland. You can find me on the twitters.com at Juicy Garland, one word. Same on Blue Sky, where people are cooler and hornier. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at juicy.garland. You can also find me on a bunch of different uh, places on the twitch.tv. Um, I am currently in a Monster Hearts 2 actual play on Thursday nights on Mistress Winter's Court, which I am fully in love with this game. And it, she also posted on the YouTubes. And you should check out her channel. I have so much fun playing the sweet muffin of a werewolf who is so sheltered and stupid. And I love him. And I love the cast. And I love Winter. And then I am also doing right now a podcast with Winter and one of my castmates from the other Monster Hearts game in All Our Faults, which is a Monster Hearts actual play podcast I am starting with uh, Tabletop Tail Spinners. And we just released our trailer in early mid-October. And next week in later October on Wednesday, we are starting the releases of the beginning of the pod, which we're going with our like early flashbacks and then starting full episodes. And the content is so fun. I am playing the vampire skin uh, for Michael Delacroix, who is a very sad boy teenager who is just such a mess. And it's so great. And I'm so excited for this. I'm also doing Phantom Arts Fest this month as well, which this will release after that has happened. But you can check out um, the Neon Casters YouTube page for when they release uh, Phantom Arts Fest 2023. I am running a Delta Green game, and I'm also participating in another streamed game in Phantom Arts Fest. I'm also doing right now an Old Gods of Appalachia uh, actual play that has started in October. Um, and we'll be a couple weeks in when this releases and you should check that out as well. That is super fun. And uh, just keep checking out my social medias before I keep on rambling. Uh, there's so much going on. My brain's going to explode. It's like juicy. How do you, do you have free time these days? I feel like that's no, no. <laughs> um, awesome. And then for this podcast, a couple things on the horizon. Um, so special episode this week that will drop um, on November 2nd. Um, because I said if I got enough followers on social media accounts of ours, which is the Queer XP on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Blue Sky. Um, but I said if we got enough followers that we would do a chaotic Cats the Musical tabletop game. So it's going to be a very short bonus episode, probably like an hour or so, um, where we're all going to play to see if we are chosen for the Jellicle choice. Um, I expect it to be the most absurd thing that we've ever done. I'm very excited. Um, and then the following two weeks, um, we are actually focusing in on trans uh, trans gaming. Um, so we're doing an interview panel with three amazing trans game designers. We're going to talk about the games that they've made. We're going to talk about their, their process, what they do, um, and also what it means for them to create space and for them to play and design as, as trans folks trying to navigate the tabletop world. Um, and then the following week, we are playing a game called Our Traveling Home, which is based off of Howl's Moving Castle. Um, we have an, an uh, the game developer themselves. Her name is Ash. She is going to be running and facilitating the game for us, as well as an entire cast of trans and non-binary folks um, to come together for Trans Awareness Week. So we're trying to highlight a lot of our, our trans folks that play tabletop games and make sure that there's some space for everybody at the table. Um, so I'm super excited for those episodes. And then we've got a whole bunch of cool stuff happening in November and December. Um, one of them will be a game hosted by Juicy Garland because she's going to run Delta Green for us. So yes, that's I'm so excited. Yes, <laughs> but my favorite game. Once again, I'm Eric. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you all next time on the Queer XP. See ya.